Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore. And seeing across me, as always, is... Lee Michael Kimbrell. How we doing out there, nasty boys and girls? Across the whole world, you doing all right? They're pretty good! Seemingly shaking their head. We're not punching any holes in the drywall. We didn't go 7-0. Nope. No. Nope. But we went 4-3, and three and we get to talk about some really exciting shit. Yeah, and I like to be... And you know what? I was right. We would split... With the Cubs, and I'm I'm very happy I was wrong about the Giants, and I was getting our our dicks kicked in. Yeah, for sure. Didn't happen though. Didn't even happen. Quite the quite the other way, and should have been it, a sweep. It should have been a sweep. That's the first time though when I'm I'm really thinking about it that the bull. I mean, the bullpens really fucked us. I think two or three times already this yeah. year. But that's nothing compared. Fart was up for a dud. Yeah, dude. Fart. But, was... I mean, he farts killing. Yeah, farts overall. Like that fart. Trust that fart. Fart's got a wet one. Yes, he does. Every, do you know what happens every blue moon? Every no, full moon. Feeling feeling relatively good about it. I feel good about it. Good. I feel good about uh, not being in last place anymore. Yes, finally the the pirates yes. reminded everybody that they are way worse than us. Royals. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. You oh, love so we're still see. fifth in the central? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just not in the entire league. Not in the entire league. Damn, hard time to be a wit. Hard time, but they have exciting players moving sure. up and yeah, coming no around, doubt. around the corner. So the the rebuild is going to start paying off this year and next year for the Royals. But the Reds uh, the Reds rebuild I pretty mean, quick. Yeah, pretty fucking quick. Pretty quick. Yeah, as far as some of these young guns coming up and being damn young gunners. You love to see it. You went to a game, yeah? I did. You I went w- to the fun game. I went to the really fun game on Saturday. Up close and personal. Got this little fella right here. Got, got Tyler Stevens. Tyler Stevenson bobble, who looks like uh, the killing joke version of the Joker. Yeah, no shit. Long, very long face. That does not look like him. No. No, it's rare it's, when a, it's rare when a bobblehead does resemble the bobble. It is true. The human bobble. Well, especially I, I feel like the I haven't gotten a Reds one in a while that looks like I'm just slowly un, getting everything out of my pockets. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we've had a Reds one that looks like that. And as you can see here, Hannah Jalapeno had an incident. She fell and broke her arm, but she will be fixed. We can rebuild her. Yes, yeah, she will be rebuilt. I bet you I rebuild that faster than the Pittsburgh Pirate re- Pirates rebuild. Yeah, the team. we're never going to be the Pirates. Boom. Never. Knock on wood. Not never. Knock on. No, but I mean, no, things were good. It was a solid weekend. I was here in town. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just hanging out. It was fun checking the phone, watching the Reds on my phone, being like, oh, hell yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is good. That 20 run, 20 hit onslaught was a lot of fun. That was insane. Uh, Friday night, I did a uh, little guesty up at the club for the late night show. Oh, nice. Uh, the, the 945. Ali was cool. Yeah. Funny guy. Knows Chad. Came up in uh, uh, Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. right on. He's a... Uh, 
learned English to do stand up. What? Yeah. It's wild. How I believe he's Indian. I don't know. I don't really know the whole story. I didn't work the weekend. I didn't like get to know him, know him. But Other than that, he's like a funny, nice guy. Sure. Funny, good dude. And then you had Price in town, too. Yeah. Price, Price in the middle. Ete Akinde was doing guest spots on the weekend. Nice. And uh, Guy Man Chickering in that host spot. A lot of guest spots were given. It was a fun weekend at the club overall. It's a great weekend. <coughs> And That's awesome. Saturday, I was really looking forward to share this on the pod. Saturday, I had a day. Yeah. Just went out. Woke up kind of late. Me and my girl cleaned around the house. Uh, not much to do. Um, went out and got a really late nine holes in by myself. Whoa. Walked. Like, got there at 6.15, walked nine in two hours. Hit the ball fine. By yourself? Yeah, huh? yeah, by myself. What, what links did you hit? I went to Glenview or Glenway. Okay. Glenway. I don't think I've ever played Glenway. It was great. There was a wedding going on. There were a lot of pretty people there. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty course. Walking's a motherfucker. I hate walking. Walking golf is a, that was my first nine. I went home and just slept like an absolute baby. I was like, why am I so tired? It's like, well, I just walked <laughs> nine miles, three and a half miles with, uh, you know, a 50 pound bag of clubs on my back. That'll do it. But so here's what I was excited to talk about on the pod. Okay. Driving from there to the club. Just fully intended to get there at the end of the late show, be there for the whole late or, or end of the early, early show rather. But I'm driving and I'm driving through what I believe is Redding. Okay. Is that 15 minutes from Go Bananas? Does that sound right? That sounds about right. I was on Redding Road. Yes. And uh I drove by and I was like, oh, look, a little carnival. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty fun. But next to the carnival, under the lights, hyper-competitive men's slow-pitch softball league. What? 200 people watching. So you pulled off. Oh, dude. It, I, I, made, <laughs> I made a five-second decision in my head. There was a parking spot right to the right of me. I just pulled my car over, got out, carnival-free. Everything free. You just walk in. Wow. There's little kids getting spun around, throwing up. Qu- but question. The, but the game, dude. Here's the question, though. After last week. Yeah. Did you get yourself a corn dog? I did. They, not a corn dog to be found. It's not a carnival. It then. wasn't a carnival. That it, is a festival. It was. Then. Yeah. It was. A, <laughs> yeah. Certainly not a carnival. Not. A, come on. Yeah. Yes. No. That's so true. It's not a carnival without a corn dog. But this was bare bones. This was at like Koenig Park. Okay. Um, so it was. It seemed like there was a softball game that was going to have a lot of people under the lights. So they popped up a festival, not a carnival, a festival. Dude, one of those. I can't remember which came first. I would imagine that the that the 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 softball goes down there every Saturday in the summer. Okay, dude, they got lights. A game started. So I sat there and watched five innings of this game, and I mean, you're talking. I saw a guy hit a ball 380 feet <laughs> in the air, just straight up, M- mugged it. Hit it so far, and I know it's 380 because there's signs out in the field in the corners. Yeah, it's like 350, and I mean, this guy just hit it so far. So, and the pitchers are like, like trying to deke. It was hyper competitive. I mean, yeah. one side was playing 2000s new metal, one side was playing 2000s hip hop. I'll let you determine <laughs> the. The, the dynamic of that. Wow. So that is, okay, I can envision this. A lot of M-frames, a yes. lot of very tight 
performance based yes. V-neck yes. softball jerseys on Ooh. fat people. On fat people. Yes. Yeah. Big shoulders. A lot of huge, huge, be- huge beards. Yes. Four hundred. Fi- I looked one up because I was sitting there. I got a good seat. And I'm sitting there, and like he guy puts his bat up on the on deck circle. I'm like shits and gigs. What's that bat brand new? Five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, softball bats are expensive as fuck. Hyper competitive. Yeah. It was so fucking fun. It was so cool. There, there were guys out there. There was one team I watched. They were getting smoked. But they, like five of them were wearing like a Mount St. Mount Joseph baseball shirts. Oh, cool. So, I mean, these kids were athletes. I mean, these outfielders were... I mean, I just saw a bunch of really good plays. I saw people cheering. Like, it was very cool. Yeah. It was so cool. I really enjoyed it. And I, I didn't get a, a corn dog, but other... Carnival delicacy. I indulged in one entire funnel cake to myself. Yes. I didn't do the bullshit. There were no utensils. There was no picking Mm -hmm. apart. I ate it like a flatbread. I just picked it up and just just ate a whole funnel cake. Still dealing with it. Oh, really? I mean, it's a lot of deep fried dough. And I got extra powdered sugar. She hooked it up and I was like, go ahead. You know? (laughs) Yeah, dude. God, a funnel cake is good. Dude, funnel cakes are the best thing. Fried, sugary dough. Can you beat anything? Can you beat it? I mean, I I took my first bite when it was out of the fryer for 30 seconds. Mm. Oh, dude, it's so warm. And then you hit that little grease pocket and it burns everything in your (laughs) mouth. Yeah, it hurts. But it's worth it. It's worth every fucking second. It was super fun, man. You could tell, like, there were kids, guys out there wearing, you know, personalized jerseys. Of course. Nicknames on the back. Yeah. Someone keeping a book. I mean, oh, like, yeah. it ruled. I was like, damn, this is a big fucking deal. I'm going to go back to that park on a free Saturday. See, this is what I was, this is what I'm thinking here is this is your routine. Yeah. Now you have a late nine. You aren't going to walk next time. Mm-hmm. You should just get a cart, but like not a cart, but like the pushy a cart. pushy cart. I like a good pushy cart. Yeah. Here's my thing. I got to carry that on my back. I fucking broke my ankle in high school. Right. And if I have to do that type of walking plus It's way more fun with a cart. Oh, my ankle is swollen. It's the size of a grapefruit right. by the time I'm done. And right. I can't lean back and follow through on my swing because I don't have anywhere to put that weight because then my leg just is like, nope, nope, we're done here. No, thank you. We're, we're over this. Yeah. Um, so, and it already has a lot of weight to deal with in general. So then you're adding torque and motion. No doubt. Not happening. You're not lying, bro. But I can see you doing that and going out and doing this every Friday slash Saturday and becoming a Reading soft competitive slow pitch softball regular. There were so many people there, Bill. I was like, how? Where? Like it was a <laughs> huge event. Well, you know that there's like there's like some of those fields on the east side by Coney. There used to be some in Milford where it was extremely competitive. Yeah. And then that is now the FC Cincinnati training facility. No shit. Yes. Well, I mean, it's wild. They they were just so pot committed into this. I mean, someone would get a hit and there would be like a roar of a crowd. No shit. And I was like kind of sitting there just observing people, you know, the way that you do, just like doing some eavesdropping, this, that, and all that. And like... People are people come there every Saturday. People, some that's guys, their thing. The, some guy just being like, "This team sucks." <laughs> it's like you're just gonna be here for seven hours. A game started at like ten forty-five. Yeah, and then they played seven. You said or five? started five seven in a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, big into it. I mean, at both pitchers, every pitcher on every team I watched wearing like like some fancy face guard. 
Yeah. Like looked like a kind of like aerodynamic and sleek, like almost like a motorcycle helmet with a cage on the front of it. Now, the way you're talking about this, I can see in the next month you are going to be a sub. Yeah. I already see it. Yeah, just keep showing up there, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, if what if your old team catches COVID, give me a call. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a little too much. I was watching it, and part of the reason why I enjoyed it so much is I was just like, it, it didn't strike me as something. I was like, yes, it got the competitive juices flowing a little bit. Sure. But I was just like, damn, man. I mean, I, I don't want I don't want to take it that seriously. <laughs> no. No one should ever take it that seriously. That shit w- that we've done a couple summers in a row is perfect. It is the most fun. It's and they perfect. S- they still need people. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in that, that circle chat. Uh, but... I mean, I talk. There's a guy that we used to play with or play with Gaslight. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to play seven nights a week. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, there's a, always a league going on. I, You can just hop on anywhere. That's so crazy. It's nuts. People, and I was watching it, and I was just like, because, you know, I'm all golfed out right now. I'm so into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're locked in. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, this is their golf. Yeah, of course. This is golf for these guys. This is like, their that big guy, hobby. That guy is like a serious... First baseman for a softball team. That's what he tells people he does. Yeah, and I'm not. I I know it might sound like it. I'm really not shit. Like I, it was so cool. Yeah, I was like, do your thing, boys. But honestly, softball's kind of dying in comparison to what it was. Like I remember early two thousands. <coughs> like eat like everybody's I know whose parent everybody's parents played softball. No shit. Like. It was a regular occurrence to just be like at a softball game for well, a friend. It's a sign that is like a uh, you know uh, an unintended consequence, unforeseen consequence of baseball's popularity kind of dwindling. I don't know if I blame baseball. I think it might be because of the separation of like some people taking it too seriously. Sure. Yeah, and you get spoiled, and you're like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, I'm over this. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Kind of like when wiffle ball. Like I used to play it. Used to play all the time. Yeah. And then did that Ryan Geist league one winter, and it was awful. And they were just overly competitive. I was like, "I'm never going to do an organized wiffle ball thing again." Right. It sucks. It just wasn't fun. So that could translate to being people like I was just having fun, and then some guy showed up with a goatee, hitting it 500 feet, taking it too seriously, and flexing at me, rounding second. Yeah. I'm not putting up with that. It was wild. There were definitely some of those boys. I believe. I was it. like, "Damn, bro, you're wearing like new expensive cleats." Yeah, you know, you got them. You got your name embroidered on the back of them. And again, you, these are just equivalencies to golf. I spend more money on golf than I ever should. Sure, but, we but all with our hobbies. Do, you know exactly. Yeah. Meets, meets for sure. Records just did that this weekend. Had a record haul. Oh, buddy boy. Yeah. And I negotiated down on one box set that I really wanted. You haggled. Oh, did I haggle? You Merle haggled. I Merle. I fucking. It's in my blood. I'm a guy. I, I I looked at her and I went. I really want this box set. I really do. And then she was just like, okay. And I was like, the corner's a little damaged. It wasn't too bad. She's like, oh, I'll give you fifteen percent off. I was like, done. Sign sealed, delivered, baby. Baby, coming home with a Tame Impala box set. Oh, how was Tame Impala? I don't know. Yeah. Did I t- I've got to tell you this whole fucking Yeah, stitch. I mean, I just know the just of it, that you didn't get to go. You were rained out yet again. We're rained out again. So we are, we get up, we get there at like 5 to 15. We get to the venue. Columbus? 
Yeah. yeah. Doors open. Outdoor? What Kimble is it? Kimball Live. It's like indoor, outdoor. So, like, they have a big indoor area, then they have an, where then they basically it turns around, they open up a garage door, and then there's like, it's like PNC Pavilion. Mm-hmm. If PNC Pavilion and Riverbend had a kid, yes. Just grass, all kind of uphill. Little in like outdoor amphitheater, like the half the size of Riverbend. It's awesome. So we get there, we're like, holy shit. And this is like the venue's right off of the 646. You see people, dude, that are lined up all the way down in front of the venue, and then it wraps around the highway, and then they force people across the street going all the way up. It went about the mile, the line was about two miles long. And this is at open at 530. At 5.15. Doors didn't open until 5.30. We are in line, and we wrap around, run across the highway. You were driving? Alicia drove. Nice. It was great. It was going to be great. Dude, rain came with us all the way up, and I looked at the radar. I'm like, there's no way they're having this show. And it had been sold out for weeks. Uh. Now, one thing I did not know, the venue holds 5,000. They oversold it to 10,000. Doubled? Doubled it. So you know what they fucking did? They put a stage in the parking lot and just made it festival style. I'm like, you can't just take a... Uh, half the reason wow, a year is that's out. that's so shitty. Shitbag, dude. Dude. And then it starts raining, 545. Oversold 100%? Yeah. They're like, we'll double up. And dude, tickets were not cheap. They made people pay out the wazoo to and stand in a parking lot. that's the venue's fuck up. Oh, that's for sure Promo yeah. West, 1,000%. Yeah. Dude, it starts raining at 545. Pouring buckets. Sorry, like 535. 550. There are people coming around saying, we are delayed, we're delayed, we're delayed. You can wait here or you can go and get in your car. And you're, okay. There are people that have been lined up waiting since 7, 8 in the morning. And just to get a good spot to stand and get close. Is it like general admission in the lawn? Yeah. All GA. But yeah, all. It, uh, but it, I mean, it has to be GA, GA if you're putting it in a fucking parking lot. Yeah. And, this, and it slopes backwards, the parking lot. So you're standing, say you're standing on at a the hill back, down. Then basically, yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. So we're standing there waiting, and then like, I didn't know got moved to the parking lot. They announced this five days before, like, hey, we're doing it festival style. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I already bought my tickets. I'm not, I don't want to just stand in this dumbass fucking park, whatever. And I'm getting more and more mad. And then they keep coming by. It's almost the, they, at seven, like seven forty-five. we find out about this festival thing from the people in front of us. I am completely drenched. Alicia's completely drenched. I look at the radar and it is not going to stop raining until 1130. So I was like, fuck this we're going home we are going home i fucking got the car drove back and then i see on instagram they're like we're letting people in at like 8 30 or whatever and they disabled the comments and i'm like oh you know you're being shitty right because they had to start letting people in because there's only one entrance so you have ten thousand people going through one entrance with three people scanning tickets what and then dude at then they shut it off again didn't tell anybody three people scanning tickets basically then here's where it gets even more shitty when they say we're letting people in they didn't announce it again but they immediately stopped letting people in because of thunder and lightning made everyone who was standing in line go back and get in their cars 
So if you had been there since eight or nine in the morning, you were you immediately lost your spot because they couldn't fucking plan for it. And then they didn't cancel the show. Team Impala didn't go on until 10.30 at night. And they went up to him and said, hey, you got to be done by 11 or we get fined. And Team Impala said, if you're going to make all these people wait, I'm playing my full set. Play. Yeah, you eat the fine. You got the money. You sold two times the amount of tickets you should have. Exactly. We're going to get ours, but at least good on them for doing that at Dude, least. But what a God. shit show. Dude, in the city of Cincinnati, if you go every minute you go over the ordinance, you're charged $1,000. That's what I've heard. So they went over by an hour. Sixty grand. Sixty grand easy, which they could probably compile some other stuff on it. But it's like, I will never go back to that venue. Like I will never go to another big, big fucking show like that. No. At that venue. But I was so fucking mad. That's it's happening twice. Twice. I've been see, every time I've started to see Tame, it's Tame in the Rain. That really sucks, man. I'm sorry that that happened. My favorite band. Gone, just well, not again. They're going to Europe right now. By the now. next time you see them, it will be all the more important. I'll make sure there's a fucking roof, yeah, and it's inside. Yeah, you'll get there a day early. Oh, one hundred. No, I'll buy like actual seats. Yes, I will not Chairs. be doing a GA. Oh no, thing. no, you'll buy. These are mine. <laughs> if you don't get out of these seats, I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you. And I'm gonna sit real close and spend way too much money on a thing I love, which I can all switch. I can relate with with you on that. Yes, so, dude. Well, uh, any chance? Uh, any chance by the uh, when you went up to the Tame the Impala show? What were you wearing? Did you go to intheclutch.com? Oh! Did you go to IntheClutch.com or are you wearing a Billy Original? I was wearing a black weatherproof jacket. There you go. And guess what? Not very weatherproof when it's just pouring. Yeah, exactly. Weatherproof on your way to the car to the store, but not just standing out in the elements for three and a half hours. Fucking awful. But I brought up IntheClutch.com because they're one of our sponsors and they're great. They're fantastic. IntheClutch.com. I mean, all things sports shirts. Everything. Uh, You can get MLBPA. So all of your favorite players are on there. You can wrap one of those shirts. And what's really cool about MLBPA, you're like, I don't really want to buy a shirt and, and like give money to the team well you're not it's going to the player it's directly. going to the player who goes to in the clutch says hey i want a shirt billy goes all right that's you cool that. we can make that happen and then you get to go and just support a player that's pretty exciting stuff and i mean just go and scroll through all the shirts that they have there's so many because they're just random people dude also with all of the other podcasts we have that are influencing uh, including the san ranto show which i was on thursday shout out um we have a really funny cub shirt that is of clark the bear with his dick out his dick and balls out it says fly the w yeah it's pretty cool it's really funny did i happen to sell one to a cubs fan at the bar on friday yes at a boy out there just old school style just like check this out he was like oh shit yeah add to cart use promo code promo code all caps nasty boys nasty boys plural you bet bet. nasty boys all caps plural all caps 10% off that's solid you can't beat that no where where else can you get an mlbpa shirt 10% off you can't only in in the clutch.com that's it only there so check it out all the other stuff we got some really cool Celtics and Warriors. Sorry, ba- professional basketball shirts up right yes. now that are pretty fun. Professional so, basketball teams. Check it out. It's all types of sports. It's everything, and uh, you'll be able if you're in the Kansas City area, you'll be able to get some uh, Kansas City 
uh, Royals MLBPA shirts. Pretty cool. At the ballpark. At the stadium. At, at the stadium. Let's go. Pretty freaking sweet. Not bad. Uh, and then our other sponsor, ColorCast. Do you want to tell them about ColorCast? ColorCast. It's a pretty cool thing. We, you've heard about it on the podcast. It is a live, audio-only sports talk platform Whoa. where you can talk to you know insiders, uh, guys that do what me and Billy do, guys that don't, just random people who want to get there and talk. Some athletes hop on there and do it. Yep. It's a good place to watch a game live. Um, it's a good place to talk about a game that already happened. Mm-hmm. Break news, talk shit, do whatever you want. It's live. It's like a live podcast. It's like if you were listening to this and you could mm-hmm. chime in with, you know, typing something or saying something. It's a cool deal. It's yeah. free. Colorcast is free, which isn't a bad deal at all. In today's economy, come on! In today's economy, free ninety nine at the iOS uh, iOS App Store. Uh, you just download it free to your phone, the Colorcast app. You link it up to your Twitter. You follow us at the New Nasty Boys, and uh, yeah, come with your spiciest takes over there to Colorcast. Colorcast will be going live someday at some time. Color's a weird one, just because you can't see anything. But we'll just we'll talk. We'll you know talk how, more. You about know how that. you hear green? Yes, yes. Uh, I hear red. I can hear blue. You can hear red right now. Yeah, there it is. Now, I would like to present the route that we take here. Okay. Would you rather run it down first or just get it out of the way? Just get it out of the way, done and over with, so then we can talk about that and then talk about what actually happened on the field. Get it out of the way. We got to talk about the the Slapgate. Slapgate. Dude, fuck yeah. It rules. It rules. It rules. Sorry if anyone's like, oh, that's so wrong that he did that. What do you mean? He's an absolute fucking wild card. It's wrong. It's rude. It's not polite. It's uh, awesome. It fucking rules. (laughs) It rips. (laughs) It's one of the coolest things that's happened this year. Tommy Pham was a giant and Peterson was a red, which could have happened. Oh, don't even get me feasibly. started. Um, and fam had slept Donaldson or sorry. I just saw that bobblehead and fam yeah. had slept Peterson. Yeah. We'd be like, Oh man, what Fuck a piece him. of shit. Blah, 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 blah. But it's not the case. No, he's a red. He's a red and, who's off his rocker. Yeah. He's off his rocker. And Peterson <laughs> had hit three home runs in the last five games. He was on fire. He was on fire. And he goes out. We They score one run. Peterson has the only RBI, but it was, you know, it was nothing powerful. Yeah. He got in his fucking head. Yes, he did. He's, uh, I, we, I said this before we started recording, but Tommy Pham is just Puig light. Yes. He's just Puig with a sprinkle bit more of professionalism. Yeah. He keeps He's a his, complete wild card. Tommy Pham keeps his pants zipped. Pham's, yeah, right. <laughs> That's like. Yeah, dude, but Pham is, he's out of his gourd. He uh, just walked up and smacked the him. fuck out of him. And I love it. I am all for a wild card. Yeah. I mean, every team needs someone who's going to bring some absolute crazy, heinous energy sure. to the clubhouse yeah. where you're just like, I'm never going to fuck with that guy. He goes back in and they're, they're like, did Tommy slap Jock Peterson? And you're like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. He slapped him in the face. Yeah. No one really did shit. They're like, all right, cool. Let's go beat these pussies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go take two out of three. Yeah. I was in complete shock. I love the fact that it was just in center field. There's grainy footage. It's just him. He walks up, smack, and then it's just, what the that's fuck? What's, that's what's so sick is that it was, uh, he did it just to do it. Right. He didn't do it for a camera. Mm-mm. There was a camera going, like some security camera, I guess, that's always on. But yeah. like, oh, he no, just it was did some that. dude on his phone. He just saw him walking out, and he just was like. Oh, really? And then just went. 
just started going. Just hit record because you just never know Lucky when Tommy guy. Fam is going to fam out. He's going to fam the fuck out. So I mean, what he, they gave him three games. Yeah, three games. And, well, he didn't play um, Friday. But that was sanctioned in-house. Yeah, he was like, I'll take that. David Bell was like, hey, man, you're not playing. And Tommy Pham was like, fair enough. You're right. Yeah. I guess I just can't go up and smack people. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. He's got some PTSD from the stab. I don't think it's the st- He's always been a shit. Yeah, man. he's just crazy person. He, I, Chad Dodson posted a thing of, of him taking a wild lead on John Lester, who never, who famously does not throw over yeah, the first. Exactly. And then it's just like. He posted not something I didn't agree with, but he's like, "I was uh, Tommy Fam is I'm not I've never have never will be a Tommy Fam fan," and I'm like, "I am because that shit's awesome." Yeah, exactly. That's the interesting shit that comes with the sport is is the fact that he can go out there and fuck with anybody and get in anybody's head in exactly. any, any way possible. In such a mental game. It is. It's 99% mental. And if you have someone like that who can just drop a fucking A-bomb right. at any moment on the team and Slapped totally... Slapped him in the face. Slapped him in the face. Awesome. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Incredible. And the best part is... is just everything that transpired around it. It seemed like this is a very layered slap. Oh, yeah. Because, it. W- I mean, it, obviously fantasy football or whatever. Sure. But then Fam kind of came out. I didn't get the exact beat on it. But he was said like, in the group text, Peterson was being disrespectful. He He's- was talking about the Padres. Yeah. You know, there was a major San Francisco, San Diego beef last so year. So I think you got to start with how Even it though all- I guess he wasn't even there. you got to start with how it all broke. So it starts with... Jacques being like, well, it was kind of like a fantasy football situation where I had a guy on the IR and then yeah, picked yeah, somebody yeah. else up. And in one of Fam's other leagues, he wasn't on the IR and he said this was some shady shit. And that, you know, he's got mouths to feed, which makes me wonder how much was the buy-in? What was you? What did you fucking guess? with my money. Yeah, you're fucking with my money. Had to be 10 said. grand. That's a good guess to buy in, and what ten grand? And it's a let's say it's a twelve person league. Yeah, hundred twenty k on the line. Yeah, yeah. Third place gets ten grand back. Second place gets twenty thousand dollars. First oh place God. gets ninety. Ninety k for fantasy football. It's, I mean, that's dude, awesome. that is so weird. He said he was fucking with my money. Right, because I got kids to feed. It's like, well, if you've got kids to feed on fantasy football gambling money, then you also have problems. You yeah. You're also fucking crazy. You're very bad with your money. That's so true. I didn't even think of that angle. So, and also fam saying, oh, I'm a big roller. I'm a high roller. When I go to a casino, it's like, well, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about a fantasy football league and you're saying he's being shady. You slapped him in the face. And you fucking, yeah, you went out to center field and gave him the five finger discount to the face. Gave him the old Willie Smith. The old game the old fresh prince now and then it comes out that there was the meme of the weightlifters and jock talking shit yes of them just falling down the stretch and the lady throwing up the thing and hitting her in the head and falling over yeah pretty funny not mad at that sure just so much so much funnier that he fucking exploded over that mad over that heated left the league makes me think he's not a very chill hang no but I don't need him to be. No. I, mean, I need him to be a consistent left fielder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just need him to be able to see and hit the ball and then occasionally smack somebody in center field to take them out of their, sure. their hot streak. Hit the ball to all fields, Tommy Pham. But don't hit 
one guy in the face. Yeah, exactly. Keep your hands to yourself, but honestly, yeah. don't. It no, fucking rules. This is incredible. <laughs> uh, uh, here's the other thing, though, is like Jock Peterson's an asshole. Like he's notoriously an asshole. Known, known bitch. Known asshole. Known dick. Known bitch. Known prick. You use the word. Yeah, exactly. Whatever word you want. Whatever. Go he's, for it. He's bitch made. Genuinely don't care what word you use. Yes. But he's coming out just being like, he was as transparent as he could yeah. be. He came out so rosy on the other side where you're, you know, someone who's passively watching and passively knows about Jacques is going to be like, oh man, that sucks for him. Really sucks. He instigated it. It's part of his game. It's a part of his You think all? that guy doesn't know how to play the victim? No. He does it really well. He Did you see his does. mustache? Oh, yeah. It's bad. It's so bad. I thought I had a bad mustache. Bleach blonde hair. Woo! It's Real, not a good look. It's like John Waters thin. Yes, it is quite thin. He's it's, got a Puerto Rican man mustache. <laughs> He's got it. It's lined up. Puerto Rican prepubescent. Yes, it's not a good look. It's not solid. A young Puerto Rican boy. No, who wears pearls. Who's Jewish. That's the biggest problem I'm having <laughs> Is that he's a part of the tribe And I know that you would do anything at any cost To win a fantasy football league Without much money on the line <laughs> <laughs> I would do the same Yeah, that's true, man So it's like very difficult to be like To, to feel bad for Jacques at all Yeah, for sure But Never resort to violence Yeah that. Unless it's over fantasy football And you're just smacking someone in the unless. middle of the field it's hilarious. And, yeah. <laughs> Unless and it's so funny. It's hilarious. And maybe fuck got him off his rocker enough for us to take two out of three against him. Exactly. The whole team. Now, three games, I think, is a very fair suspension. Yeah. So that way they keep him away. It's a series. That's it. And then uh, do we... I can't wait till we play him there. Yeah, dude, it'll be fucking fun. Must watch TV. He's Conor McGregor. Like, I, I don't think he's thinking this big. I think that he is kind of like a, you know, a crazy person. Of course. I think he's like a crazy, juiced up, not in the sense of that, but like an adrenaline-filled, competitive, sl- a slobbering, competitive mess his entire <laughs> life. Of course. You know, it, that's... I'm fine with that. I'm. I'm. That's, you can be on the squad. That's what we want for one year. Fuck it. Yeah. Potentially two. Get your numbers. Get that. But it's like. So what I'm saying is like. <clears throat> he he's not like acting like a UFC fighter or a boxer and uh-huh. being like. But like. But that's the side effect. Of course. He is promoting. <laughs> because they will put. I mean that that the slap was trending. It was on oh. baseball. That it was. Everywhere all weekend. Everywhere all weekend. It was a lead story on ESPN just because people were like, oh, violence. <laughs> it's kind of like that Will Smith thing that everyone needed to talk about. But like, sure. But like, hell of a promoter. You all think that it. It, when we go out there to San Francisco, you think those aren't going to be a primetime game? Oh, one of them has to be. We'll get a, well, one of those will be a primetime game, especially if we fuck around and, you know, continue the 13 and 7 over 20 span. Come on. If we do that for 60 games, dude, then we're 13, 26, we're 30, 37 and uh, whatever, 37 and 21. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, now we're at 500 and in the wild card play- picture. Exactly. Which isn't... It's not crazy to keep saying this stuff. It's really not. And that's why, uh, a little peek behind the curtain, all-time high downloads this month. Yeah. We won't tell you how many. Seven, 75,000. <laughs> Eight billion. No, no. But, I mean, that's... There's... 
I think that's why people like listening to us is because the Reds are going to red, but we at least know our shit enough to at least to to be not just baselessly optimistic. Correct. There is enough numbers to back it up, and there is enough reason for that awful, terrible start where we were like, oh. There were like three or four variables at play there. Of course. Three or four. Yeah, four or five. Five or six. Seven, eight, nine yeah, of them. One of which, truly, I believe it, was the curse of Phil. That was a part of it. What Phil said cursed us for two and a half weeks. It was rough, combined with the hardest schedule start in all of baseball. Yes, the, the number one strength of schedule. Combined with your starting catcher, starting first baseman, starting second baseman, your starting shortstop, your starting right fielder, your starting center fielder, your, your ace, and your best reliever. Hurt. All not playing. All not playing. Now, I'm going to read this off to you because I have a question for you, and I already know my answer. Uh, I'm looking at the you know MLB's power rankings, and they still have us last, which is just whatever. Wrong. Whatever. Uh, are we better than the Royals? Yes. Agreed. Are we better than the Nationals? I think we are, yes. I agree. Are we better than the A's? Yes. Are we better than the Pirates? Oh, yes. Are we better than the Tigers? I'll take us over the Tigers. Are we better than the Orioles? Yes. Are we better than the Cubs? Uh, I think slightly better, yes. I think we're a better team. I do, too. Are we better than the Rockies? Yes. Okay. Are we better than the Mariners? Mariners remind me a lot of us. Yeah, because there's a lot of us over there. Yeah, well, no shit. Yeah, there's a lot of actual Reds players, but it's like there's reason to be excited for some young talent in Seattle. But but I guess they don't remind it, remind me of us because they're in the middle of a season where they kind of like went out and went for it, mm-hmm. and they're tanking. And it's not great. It's not great. Well, but, it doesn't help that Jesse Winker's batting two fourteen with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's the durability that's showing its ugly head again. It as sucks. much as I love that man, it's I'll like, take us over the Mariners. I will, too. I mean, especially, like, okay, we'll say a four-game series. Yeah. I would say we take three out of four. Yeah. And then uh, this is and then the Diamondbacks. Much better than the Diamondbacks. Ah, that's where the list ends for me. Um, and then the Marlins. <sighs> I don't know enough about their roster. I think that they're better than us. So that would put us with me. At least in like the what? Top two thirds? That would put us at 20. I'd say it stops there with the Diamondbacks. So like the fact that they have us dead last shows that they aren't paying attention to what they have been doing. And, And the athletic finally moved us up one. But it's like. We, I know our record, you know, it wins and losses to say what we are. But when you look at. Uh, when you pull that aside and you pull out that historically bad start, well, it, it, Webby shared it in the group text. But started off three and twenty-two, and then since then have the fourth best record in the league. Yeah, I mean it's the story as old as time. We did this in twenty nineteen. Yeah, and except we're just doing it. It was just this time. It's just worse. Yes. Oh yes. Nothing was bad that worse than three and twenty-two. Quite literally. No. Worse since we've been a team. Too. Fun times. Start talking about the Cubbies. I got to pee. Here we go. Let's run it down. Run it down. Run it down. So we will start with the Cubs series, which you could have caught me run it down and preview. This on Ranto Podcast, our friends in Chicago. So we'll have them on soon to do this with them while I catch my breath. Uh, It was a split. 
like I thought it was going to be. It was going to be a split. Uh, we'll start it off here with the Reds losing 7-4, to four, and Vladimir Gutierrez did not look great again with four innings pitched, four hits, four earned runs, two walks, five Ks, and a homer, which he gave up to Patrick Wisdom. Um, and then you followed up with Jeff Hoffman giving you a solid two innings, giving up one hit, two walks, four Ks with a sterling 1.59 ERA. And Jeff Hoffman and Luis Sesa did not have a good outing. When you put their numbers together, they had three earned runs and a walk. And Luis Sesa gave up a dinger. He has not been looking as solid as he did last year so far. I don't know what the problem is aside just hanging a slider. Uh, in this game, you have Tommy Pham hitting a dinger. And you've got a double from the man, the myth, the legend, Brandon Drury. Um... Drew Smiley went out and had five and two-thirds, four hits, three of them, three earned runs, two walks, five Ks, gave up not one, but two dingers. Because um, you know who else had a homer? Aristides Aquino. Guy was locked in that game. Um, follow that up with the next day of an absolute fucking beatdown of 11 to 4. You had Tyler Malley with one of the worst starts of his career. Yes. Four innings pitched, nine hits, eight earned runs, three walks, Ooh. six strikeouts, two dingers. He gave up to both. Nine two. hits. Frank Schwindel, middle seat Frank. Just rough. And uh, Patrick Stroman, or Patrick Stroman, Oive, Marcus, Marcus Stroman, five innings pitched, four hits, two earned runs, two walks, eight Ks. Yikes. It was just a bad performance from Malley, followed by Luis Sesa looking like dog shit again. One inning pitched, three hits, two earned runs. Like, he's just hanging a slider, man. Yeah, he, he looked very hittable. He looked very hittable. I think it was just because we hadn't seen him for so many days. We hadn't we hadn't needed to to bust him out because he yeah. is a high leverage situation guy. And our seven, starters eight, nine. were going longish, and then our other guys were just shutting the door. Exactly. So it's like it's tough to have to have that out there. Jared Solomon one inning pitched, nothing. You've got Jared Solomon and Joel Kunal three innings pitched, giving up two hits and four strikeouts, slamming the door. But then you've got Matt Reynolds taking the mound. Yeah, not what you want. Not what you want at the end of that one. <sighs> but this is when the Reds started turning around. We won four to three. With and, and, and that's huge because to go in and have Vladdy Ares, uh, Vladdy, Ares <laughs> Vladdy go out there and just get shelled for like the eighth time. Right. That is a, that's a kick to the gut because the rest of the team and that kid, you're just thinking, okay, well, every five days we need to score eight runs. Right. And so <laughs> and that's, a, so that's a kick to the gut. So Vladdy goes out there, you lose. It, that's, that's business as usual this season, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So everyone's already in there. And then you go, all right, well, we got fucking, we got Gunner up next. We got Malley up next. And he goes out, and like you said, probably worst start of his career. E- easily. Nine hits, eight runs. That's crazy. Not bad. That's just, that's just. Not bad, horrible. BP. That's just batting practice. Yeah, because he's just throwing, he's just, he is not trusted himself at that point. You just see it. At home, in front of the fans, you're coming off a little bit momentum. In Toronto, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, we're about to talk about the next two games, but then we just go out and win two in a row. Yeah. That's what I like about this team is just seeing us be put in those gut gut check situations. Three and twenty-two is all you need to know. <laughs> Three and twenty-two, and then you go thirteen and seven, and bounce that, right back. That's that's balls, huge balls. Fam, you know, slapping someone in the face. No one coming out and being like, "Oh, well, I didn't think." Everyone was kind of like, "Word, yeah, yeah, go on, Tommy." You know what? This is some of David Bell's best work that no we don't see. Shit, you don't this see. This is the stuff. This is it's like even if it's a fucking twenty-five second speech at the end of a game. Whatever he's doing is working. Yeah, dude. No, he seems he is coming into his own. It seems as like a leader of men, right? Which you did not see in nineteen. It was all X's and O's. It was all coaching. It was all getting too cute with the bullpen and, and when the pinch hitters. He yep. was focusing on that, and it just does kind of seem like. I mean, obviously, all sorts of decisions to be made day to day. It seems as far as who's playing where. And right. where are they batting? Sure, those are like regular managerial things, but like it does kind of seem like, man, a lot of a lot of managers get fired after three and twenty-two. A lot of guts, a lot of balls. That, but also the Reds set themselves up to be not in it. If you look at what they did after the fire sale, exactly. So you expected a bad start. You went into the season, didn't expect this bad of a start. No, and then to have, pull everybody together and be like, hey. Do you guys want to have your job? Do you guys like playing professional baseball? Then we have to find it, find ways to win. I would like to be a fly on the wall for some of the cup check moments with David Bell. For sure. Because you kind of hear it private, like they'll mention it on the broadcast and you hear it from everybody, the fire and the intensity from David Bell, but you don't see it in interviews. You don't see it post game. No, no, no. You see it when he's mad at an umpire, which by the way, has completely chilled out with that shit. I mean, hasn't been run from maybe one game this year. Insane. He led the bigs two seasons in a row. What a guy. Yeah. He let that fire just be like at. at exactly. He, he funneled it somewhere else. So that I, I interjected there, but it's just because the first two games of the Cubs series were bad games. Rough. Hard to watch baseball. They were bad games. It was back to being like, oh, fuck. Damn this it. This sucks. I'm not even going to watch this. No. Went out of my sails completely. Yeah. And I'm with you on that. But game three. Game three, you turn it around. You got Votto hitting a triple, Votto hitting a homer, and he, you just turned it around. And where did we watch that? Situationally hitting. Huh? Where, where were we? Chameleon. We were Chameleon that watching that. That was Wednesday. That. We watched yeah, that in the back my, of Chameleon. I had my phone up, and we were just... The back of a show. Because that's when you lead in, and you said, he's taking care of the hardest parts of the cycle. Yeah, yeah. He went home run, triple, or triple home run. Yeah. God, that, was, that rules. Shout out to friend of the pod, Alex Schubert. He is currently, right now, getting ready to sing the national anthem at the Florence Yalls game. Let's blow them pipes, baby boy. Make it happen. Get after it, Schubert. But what was nice to see is Luis Castillo was back to being Luis. Five innings pitched, four hits, doesn't look great. Two earned runs, very serviceable. But this is where it's at. One walk, six strikeouts, zero home runs given Boom. up. Boom. Not one dinger. Not one dinger. No one barreled one up. Nope. He only gave up two, di- two doubles. I mean... That's good. Yes. <laughs> that yes. is good. That's good. That is good. You yes. want to see that. It's good to see that he is back. Uh, we fucking took Kara Hendricks. Four innings pitched, five hits, four earned runs, one walk, one strikeout. The boys were Gave hitting. Gave him a homer. Boys were hitting. Farmer John. Early. And then the, then the bullpen locked it down later. Uh, Hunter Strickland did give up a run. There 
was a kerfuffle between Roman Wick and Joey Votto. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wick went up and in. And Votto leaned in a little bit. And Votto wasn't... He was firing himself up about the chin music. And then Wick continues to... Throw up and in. Well, he well no. Well, he walked him on four pitches. Right. And then Votto, who was already mad at Wick, kind of looked at him and did a bat flip for yeah. a walk. Yeah. And then Wick was looking, and I think they both said something along the lines of, what the fuck are you looking at? Well, it was Wick saying, uh, hope you like your walk, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Because the day before is when Joey leaned in and took one on the shoulder. He yeah. kind of moved down, made sure it got to the padding, and then took it. Yeah. Here's Votto, the king of the walk. Yes. Get and on base. Get on. And that's that's what you're supposed to do. That is... You know, Saros wrote an article that said it is actually more beneficial to a hitter to not swing the bat at all than it is to swing the bat. No shit. Because there are far more variables to get a runner, the hitter, out than there are if you were to swing the bat. Because then you're putting the pressure on the pitcher. That makes sense. Who has to make three strikes in a row. That's fascinating. It's a great read. I'll send it to you. Um, But then you have the bullpen come and lock that down the rest of the game. I am enamored by that whole incident between those two because the how I know that quote is because Joey let it fly on Dan Patrick. Yeah. He interviewed him and Dan Patrick started the interview by asking, are you a Hall of Famer? And Votto said, and I quote, well, if you have to ask, then I'm not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. If you would have brought me on as future Hall of Famer Joey Votto, yeah. then I would know that you think I'm a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But instead, you are asking, so you don't think I am. Yeah. Which is 100%. Which is a great table turn. Great way to move it. And Dan's like, you're right. We've had this conversation a million times. You called me out. We think he is, but who who knows? And, and Joey obviously is like, I can't control it. Yeah, I'm he a said, baseball player. I play baseball. I go to work yeah. and I play. And I play at a high level. You'll love to see On that. and off the field. On and off the goat. And then you follow it up with um, a football game. Yes. 20 to 5. 20 hits, 20 runs. The boys went off. Dude. You have Aquino hitting a double, Fam hitting a double, Drury hitting a double, Matt Reynolds hitting a triple, Kyle Farmer hitting two home runs. Um, that he crushed. Crushed. That are a home run in 30 out of 30 ballparks. Mm-hmm. Crushed. Crushed it. Well, and then, well, Brandon Drury hit a double to clear the bases off of... Um, Oh, what's his what's his first name? Why am I having an absolute brain fart? Andralton Simmons. Oh yeah, you know, known pitcher Andralton yeah. Simmons. Uh, and those five, if it wasn't for the twenty runs, we would be talking about Hunter Green not looking good again. Yeah, exactly. He just wasn't hitting his spots again. That slider was a little flat, and he was leaving it at the heart of the plate. Five innings pitch, seven hits, five earned runs, two walks, six Ks, three homers. Three home runs. But it doesn't matter when you score 20 fucking 20 runs. 20 runs and, uh, I, you know, bullpen, zero. Goose eggs. Across the board. Who went that day? Art? Hoffman, Kunal, Solomon. There you go. Love the, it. The horses of the series. In that game, Nick Zenzel. Yes. The fighting Knicks. The fighting Knicks. Six at bats, four for four, two walks. Guy got on base six times in one Major League Baseball game. 
It's really hard to do, man. It's extremely hard to do, combined with the fact that he has just been amazing in center field. God. Like, I mean, a ball goes out there to any of the power alleys or anywhere between that green stuff it's and second in. base. That ball is caught. What, when did Nick get back? Because I wonder what the record is. I think he, I mean, he's... He is so important. Yes. He's unbelievably important. Yes, he is. He's a game changer for us. Because it's, uh, it's like I said, up the middle. Senzel, India, Barrero, Stevenson behind the dish, and then your young studs on the bump. Yeah. Build it up the middle, and when you have one of those key pieces back... It, it, it just reignites the entire offense. Yes, it's Even everything. If it's not, and like, he's out there moving around the bases. He's just a variable. You, he's just a good baseball player. Nothing beats speed. Speed kills. Speed kills. Then San Francisco came into town, and the Reds win the first one five to one. Three game winning streak. Three games, put them together. You've got doubles by Matt Reynolds. You've got a homer by Drury. Um, and say have- those boys' names a lot. Isn't that nice? Sand both. I mean, Drury's got what eight home runs. Yeah. He's if he had, if yeah, I mean, fuck. Fourteen. What was it on Saturday? I saw it on the the jumbotron. Fourteen percent barrel percent. Fourteen percent barrel percentage. It hits the ball hard. Hits the ball hard and squares it up. Yeah. Uh. And you have our guy Grant Ashcraft. Hell yeah, dude! Shoved, dude. Six, daddy. six and a third, four hits, two walks, one strikeout. That line doesn't look impressive. But what did you say about hundred mile per hour pitches? Yeah, like seven of them, seven or eight of seven, them. Yeah, and Seto runs. He, and what? Zero runs. Oh, Seto. You said Seto. Seto. I was like, yeah, yeah th- threw, threw me off. The start of the game, threw out a fucking goose egg. What do you want from the kid? You, you, I don't think there's really much else you want from someone who's like, it's that's their third major league start. He stays. Oh, where does he go? Back to fucking Louisville? No fucking no way. way. No way. Kid's absolutely shoving three games in. Nope. Welcome to the show. Welcome up, bud. We talked a little bit about it last week and then before the pod again today, but like for real though, for Ashcraft to be coming up here and he's not even the guy that we're like stoked on. No. Not in spring training, you know? He was your third guy that you're like, okay, this guy. Can- we were even more stoked on Williamson. We yes. were like, this guy. But- this guy we got in the trade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were more stoked on him. Yeah. But Ashcraft just comes up, and I mean, he's, it, per capita, it's not a lot. He's only got three starts, but I mean, he's looked better than anyone we've thrown out there this year. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's crazy. Consistency, too. Yeah. So, it- the, so the boys are on a three-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Going into game two, and the crazy part is that we got a whole road don't road don't. Yes, who is lights out? Who is who is very good at baseball? Five and a third, seven hits, three earned runs, two strikeouts, and a homer. More walks which, than case. Which that line right there could get you a W in some situations. But, you know, seven hits, three runs. It's not a great day, but it's a you're not no. you're giving your team at least maybe a shot. Yeah, and then you just go out there and you hit up Alvarez with two hits, earned run, one strikeout. Come on, boys. Then you go out there Saturday. Tyler Stevenson bobblehead day. I was there up close and personal. Right there. Right there, two rows back. And the Reds win three to two. Four game win streak. With a weirdly enough, a home run from Kyle Farmer. Yes. Off in the first inning off of uh this guy who made one start for the Reds, Alex Wood. Yep. How awesome is it that Kyle Farmer hit a homer off of Alex Wood and they were traded together? Yes, in the same package. Mm. And you were more excited for Alex Wood. Yeah. Well, Farmer, man, Farmer just gets hot. He gets hot. Gets streaky, baby. You had a good vantage point of his home run, too. Yeah, right there to watch it just lift. It was beautiful. Um, 
Vladdy went out there, five innings pitch, six hits, one earned run, one walk, four Ks. He was pitching kind of the contact. His slider was breaking. He was hitting the right spots. He had some people fooled. Can I ask you this? Hit me. If he had gone out and gotten shelled against the Giants on Saturday. Sure. What do you do? What would have happened? You send him back to Louisville? Yeah, I mean, if you like just, if he, if he runs out there against the Giants and just gets shelled again, and now he's. 0-7 with a 10 ERA. Right. I mean, and then you got Ashcrack moving, and you got Miner on his way back, and it's like, yeah, Vlad. Vlad's going to have to be lights out. Odd man out. Next time he goes out there and throws up a fucking eight spot, they're going to say, hey, man. Back in the I pen. I hope you like Rick Pitino. <laughs> You're going to Louisville. You are going to be drinking a lot of against the grain. Yeah, I love you, Hope. I, lo- I hope you like hot browns and hot horse up. racing. Ah, <laughs> uh, And... So there you go. There's another series that you've taken right there. Boom. You've got you're running a four game winning streak. Let's go. And then Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sunday. God dang it. We could have swept. We could add the five game streak going into the day, but we didn't. We did not. Um, I faltered down the stretch. Yeah. And this is the first time all week when you look at this and you go, oh, the bullpen fucked up. Like you look and you're like, man, they absolutely sucked dick. Yep. And you have not had a really an opportunity or need to say that lately. No, real big bummer. Real big bummer. Um, you got Tyler Malley going up there, throwing six and two thirds, one hit, three walks, Lights eight Lights out at home, people. Dude, that two seamer was coming back inside. In Cincinnati, he did that, <sighs> which is everything. It's all of it. Because yeah, I mean that we've we've talked about his splits at length. But and then but then you go back whatever to Tuesday when he mm-hmm. had his worst start of his life. Then you're just like, oh yeah, here he is. Here he is. This is the guy that we love. That's to watch huge, pitch. man. I hope he rides that wave. Oh, he will. My, well, I'll ask that question later. But it's it's great to see that the slider was working away and inside to play. It, it, in, and he had confidence in the off-speed stuff. Because if I'm... I think he threw his slider more than he threw his fastball. I'm going to look that up right now. I'm looking at his usage. And I'm looking at his game logs. And I'm going to look at the one <laughs> from Sunday. Once this stops being... A little self-narration. So slow. Okay. It's being... Unbelievably slow. Pitch mix on Sunday was he threw his fastball 40.4%, his cutter 8.7%, and his slider 22.1%. Hey. Pretty solid. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's not a ton of mix up. But it's enough. Yeah, I mean, it's slider fastball, and then that cutter is a fastball, but it's just technically just, different. Yeah, it cuts. It just moves on you. And he topped out at ninety three miles an hour, or his average was ninety three miles an hour. So he wasn't bringing straight heat, but he was still making it happen. Yeah. And then you had Strickland with the hold, Hoffman with the hold, but Hoffman pitched two thirds of an inning with one hit, two earned runs, one walk, one strikeout, and then just Art Warren. Got shelled. Yeah, just throwing the ball really straight. Just not good. Couldn't psych himself up enough that day. Zero innings recorded. 
just gave up hits. Three hits, four earned, one walk, gave up a homer. He gave up the homer to Evan Longoria. Uh, yeah, Evan Longoria. It's not what you want. Just everyone you face gets on base. No. But Votto hit a homer, and Almora Jr. hit a homer. Sorry, Votto doubled, and Albert Almora Jr. hit a homer in the bottom of the ninth. What to do about Albert Almora? I think just that keep him on the squad. Bench, bench or back yeah. to the minors, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Like he's been exactly. He's been. It's been a nice pickup for our for our off season haul of scratch offs. You can't really no. be mad at Almora or Matt Reynolds. No, and everyone was saying, oh, he made some off some adjustments in the off. He made some adjustments in the off season in the minors. Yeah. Like he is much better, and you can see it. And it's nice to have for that sure. Stick. It's nice to have that stick and that glove. Yeah, there's a reason he was drafted so high by the Cubs. There's a reason he's a first round. He was a first round draft pick. Athletic cat just needed to figure it out. Here are some interesting numbers for you. We said a lot of the same players' names often. Kyle Farmer this past this week. This is so crazy. Since we recorded last, three against the Cubs, or four against the Cubs, three against the Giants. He is, uh, in the last four games, okay, he's batting 571, 600, 1.21 slugging, and then 1.814 OPS. Guy's got three home runs, eight ribbies, one walk, two strikeouts. And Almora is 438, 438, 888, 1.126. On fire. On fucking fire. That's how you go a week and come out with a winning record, you know? That and Drury, man. Mass City. If Drury hits 10 more, they might ask him to be in the home run derby. You think so? Lesser-known players have been in it the last couple years. That's true. That is very true. I'm trying to also look up Drury's because it didn't look for the last seven like it looked like it did, like it was amazing. But we said his name a lot, and I think it's just because you're seeing a lot. He's he's even if it's in the right, the right lines, you know what I mean? Right. Like he's in the double line, the homer line. Yeah, he's batting two seven. He's got two seventeen, two seventeen, three ninety one. Um, that 391 is bolstered by a couple home runs and doubles. It's in the last seven, he's got you know seven hits and 32 abs with a homer, four ribs, seven strikeouts to no walks. Yeah, but he's also hitting the ball far in important situations. Yeah. It seems like too. You love to see this though. All games by position. I just looked at this: first base one, second base 18, third base 21, shortstop twice. No shit. Versus everywhere in the infield. He's a guy who could get traded. Yeah, you could get some. You could get you know some pieces for. Probably, I was about to bring up the trade thing too, just because, regardless of you know, if we win twenty games in a fucking row, yeah, at the break, they're still going to probably be shopping. Mm. Um, with the emergence of Ashcraft, you got Ashcraft, Ladolo, Green. You got Miner coming back. Um, who gets traded between Luis and Tyler? <laughs> Because one of them is almost all but gone, right? I think you get. I think that they're going to try and move both. I think it'll be easier for them to move Luis. They won't be asking for as much because yeah. you need a haul for Tyler Malley. Yeah. And Luis, not as much. I think he's got one more year of our blast. Anyway, you package them together somewhere, or is that to just too much of an ask? Yeah, right. Mets or just Dodgers, some team with crazy deep pockets, they can do whatever they want. Mm. Or the Padres. Jesus, I don't fucking. One of them goes. 
One of them does go for sure. And I think it's going to be easier to move Mally. Yeah. So he's got, he's an unrestricted free agent in 2024. So you've got a year and a half of control with Luis Castillo. He's arb three yeah. next year. But when he's an unrestricted free agent, he's at his age 31 season. Which isn't like old. No, it's not old, but it's not like young. It's not, it's not necessarily five years. Exactly, and I think Tyler Malley is has a little bit more time. I'm looking it up right now. Not Greg Malley. I don't know a Greg Malley, but I do know a Tyler. Same time, 2024, unrestricted free agent. So we have them both for a year and a half. Right. You're going to get a ton moving them both now. Yeah. You're not going to get a ton moving them next year. Yeah, because they, if you move them now, then whatever, they just pay them next season, whatever we're paying them. Whatever there are, yeah. whatever the arbitration ends up being. Interesting. And if you move them now, then you could also sign them early yes. to a longer deal. Because then you also, that breach gives you more of an opportunity to bring up say Brandon Williamson if yeah. he's ready by the by the time you move these guys or anybody else in the minors that you feel comfortable with saying it's a bunch of young arms exactly yeah fucking a yeah I can live with that I can live with that because that's what it's all about it's not a, that's not what this year's all about yeah as, as excited and optimistic as we are and seeing them win and go no, on this we're run, not going for it this year no this is not this is not a go for it but I think that we're still going to be better than all those other teams that I listed because they will also do the same thing and move some other piece, pieces off. Yeah. I mean, the Pirates' best pitcher right now, Jose Quintana, is for sure getting moved. Yeah. Um, what I mean, what do the Cubs have that makes you that makes it jump off, that makes them jump off the page and say they're better than Nobody. us? Nobody. They. I don't. And a lot of like you ask the you ask you know all those all the our guys at the San Ranto, Ranto they're like who are you excited about? Oh, they're in single A and double A. Yeah. Our guys are in double A and triple A, yeah. and some of them are already up here. Mm-hmm. So our build is faster. It's going to be quicker. Yeah, for sure. And so it's exciting to see what's going to happen next year and in twenty twenty four. Because you could get a haul for those guys. You can get look at the haul you got for unloading a Eugenio Suarez's contract yeah. with Jesse Winker. Yeah, you got a monster haul. Yeah, and now you got Luis and Mally who are like ace and ace one. Right. Yeah, I mean Luis is an ace. And you're talking about how many teams that are going to be f- at the deadline with the extra wild card spot that are going to have to pay an extreme premium. For Luis Castillo, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a bummer to see these guys go, mm-hmm. but I'm excited at the aspect of what we could bring in with that longevity. Both and of those arms increasing the core. Yeah, so fucking exciting. You brought it up earlier. Mike Miner will be debuting on Friday. That's huge against the Nationals. We're gonna have a left-handed starting pitcher. That isn't Nick Lodola. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> it is exciting. So we could just Huge. put him in the pen. It is very, very exciting. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. There's another guy that goes into the rotation. Throw 85 pitches. That's it. Throw five and two thirds. Yeah. Or, you know what? Go out there and throw for two months. Look look like the, the Mike Miner of 2019. And we'll trade your ass. And we'll move your yeah. ass. And we'll just keep collecting. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know? yeah, for sure. And then. Um, so that's uh, obviously you're rooting for the guy because the better he pitches, the more likely it is that we win. The more that we win, the happier we are. Yes. But he's also out there auditioning. He's auditioning to play for literally anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Who could be like, who do we need? We need a, a just a guy who can go out and throw five and a third. He's a Yankee. Six hits, three earned runs. Yeah. 
He's a Yankee. He's they a Wayne score Miley. Seven runs a game. Yeah, they need starting pitching. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan India. He needs a clean MRI to show that he can he- that he's healed before the rehab assignment. Uh, next MRI is uh, sometime this week. Because he was out taking BP, filling ground balls, throwing the ball, doing little jogs mm-hmm. and shit, and they went and looked at it, and they were just like. Slow your fucking horses. Take take your time. We're not sending you out there even if there is a micro blip of anything on this thing. Yeah, that hamstring yeah. is expensive, important meat. And very important. Yeah. Muy, muy importante, Jonathan. Yes. Um, Jake Fraley, do we give a shit? Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, I sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I know. He stopped his rehab assignment because uh, of a toe injury. So it went knee... Sh- Knee, toe. So now we're just missing a shoulder. Yeah, I was about to say, we need his head and his shoulders. We're getting there. Um, Jose Barrero is, has been in Louisville and playing. And crushing the ball. And smoking the ball. 294, 333, 529. Dude, can you imagine if he comes up? Imagine if our everyday shortstop bats 290. Fuck. What that does. Imagine, okay, so take 20 off because of the 274 for a season. Right. Our shortstop. That's huge. Yeah. And also what's interesting is they're talking about, I mean, a lot of things are, are available for sale. Yes. A lot of them, including Kyle Farmer, as much as I would hate to see it. You yeah. can, he's on a one year, yeah, for getting sure. a lot back. Um, and somehow, some way, you could also package Luis Castillo slash Tyler Malley with Mike Moustakis. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just be like, take him off. We'll take just some, you know, middle of the road. Yeah minor league guys to get him off the books and you get to have this basically a big huge that's a big that's a big pot for somebody it's huge that is just like the move you made with eugenio suarez yeah and jesse winker here is a very good starting pitcher yeah here is someone that could hit yeah can you please have both yeah (laughs) yeah and then you have not mad at that. So if you get rid of Moose, then you could put you know keep Drury a third or Farmer a third and Barrera at short. Yeah, a lot of holes open, a lot of holes being filled that you are excited about that are guys you need to get major the league. The season's reps. opening up. Things are happening. People are getting hurt. People are performing or not performing. Yes, the season is kind of opening up in front of us. You can have as much of a plan as you want, but you pretty much you just have to lay down plan A, B, and C because you don't know what the fuck is going to go down, transpire during the season. You know, if Johnny India had never been hurt, who knows what he's doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's just you, you, there's no way to call it. And then we would have never figured out how good Brandon Drury was. Precisely. Couldn't agree with you more. Nick Lodolo is throwing off a flat ground. Uh, without a return of soreness in his back. If it continues, he's expected to get on the mound for a side bullpen spe- session in the next couple days. Love that. Um, Lucas Sims, back spasms. He'll be back. I hope that... Sooner than later. I hope it's just not like the last of Lucas Sims. I don't think so. Not the last, but I'm just saying like it's so, it's, it's so often the case with these guys who come out of the pen. You get hurt. You miss 18 months. Yeah, you come out, you get shelled, yeah. then you move. Now you're in AAA. Now you're up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's also the last shred of the Duval trade, right? Where you're like, he needs it's to gotta work happen. out. It's got to work out. And then instead of just watching this guy who is having a career renaissance, just 45 home runs, right? So it's really what you hope for. Um, coming up, we have uh, right now. We're about to happen at. Uh, 710. It's 710. It is 647 at the moment. 
Um, we got two against the Boston Red Sox at Fenway. At Fenway Park. At Fenway Pack. And then you've got over the weekend, you've got a four spot at home against the Nationals and then followed up with a four spot at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Boom. Now. Nationals, Diamondbacks, let's eat. Let's and the Red Sox aren't having a good year. The Red Sox are not. I think that we split. That's ten games where you should go six and four or seven and three. I say seven and three. Yeah, seven and three. Yeah. So that puts you at seven and three. You're sixteen. Hold on here. So if we go seven and three in our next ten, mm-hmm. what's our current record? Sixteen and thirty-one. So then that would put us at uh, twenty-three and thirty. What are we, 16 and 31? Mm-hmm. So 23 then, and 34? Yeah, 23 and 34. 11 games. That's that's forward progression. <laughs> that's, yeah, that is constant progress. Yeah, for sure. And that's what you want. And then you follow that up with three at St. Louis and then three at Arizona. And then you come back for a little bit of a tough stretch with three at home against the Brewers. You got a day off in there, too. Uh, and then three at home against the Dodgers. <laughs> and then mark it on the calendars, folks. June 24th, 25th, 26th at San Francisco. Yeah, that'll be a wild one. That'll be wild. June June looks like it could be a very good month for the Reds. Yeah. A lot of games against them. Diamondbacks, a lot of games. Yeah, the, the Nats. Yeah, we could do that. 12. I'm counting and I'm very bad at it. 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. You've got 28 games in the month of June. Yeah. You could, you know, realistically go, what did I say, 28? 28. 14 and 14. 14 and 14. So it would be 17 and 13, mm-hmm. 18 and 12. You're chipping, chipping more away? Yeah, for sure. It's a long season. Yeah. And talking about the month of June and how you can get back from being down so bad, so bad yeah. to be respectable. Yeah, 20 games out of first place <laughs> in the first three weeks. Oh, my you know? God. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's it is getting better than it was. And that's all that you can ask for with this year of a weird half rebuild, not going for it. Build up the young guys. Shoot for the middle. We were always shooting for the Shoot. middle, but then yep. we had 20 games to make up. So it's, you know, we're, it, that's what it is. That's what it is. We're going to have to play out of our minds to get to 500. Right. This is just 2018 all over again. Yes, yeah, so, uh, 2018 is what I meant. Yeah, it's 18 all over again, except we're not firing Brian Price. Right, right. And I don't want to fi- fire Davey Bell. Me either. He's doing a fantastic job. Alexander Dave Bell. Alexander V. Bells. Fucking A. So I, I think that we split with, uh, I think we split with the Red Sox or take both, but I think split and then you take, uh, and then you're taking what, three out of, I think you're taking three out of four from the Nationals. They yeah. are dog shit. They're very bad. They're very bad. I wish that was at home. What, the Nationals? Oh, are they at home? It's at home. I'd like to go see Soto in person. He's very impressive in person. Yeah, I'd love to see him in human form. I'm, are you out of town this weekend? This weekend, yes. Me too. Yeah. So, let's round third and head for home then. Shall we? Let's plug these out-of-town dates. Let's do it. I am in Nashville, Tennessee, headlining the Third Coast Comedy Club uh, this Saturday. Sunday, I will be at Black Circle Brewing doing the uh, Sunday show in Indianapolis. And... 
Wednesday, I will be at Pivot Brewing doing comedy at Pivot in Lexington. How fun is that? I am. Are you flying? Are you getting? I'm driving. You guys are driving. We're driving. Thursday, we are in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yeehaw. Saturday, Saturday, Friday, and Friday and Saturday, we are at Kazi's Comedy Club in Newport News, Virginia. And then we drive back Sunday. Beautiful. It's a wonderful. The and then boys Tues- are working. Tuesday, Five Points Park. Back already? Mm-hmm. Is first Tuesday. Oh, first Tuesday. That's uh-huh. right. First Tuesday. Fucking A. Time marches on, baby. It continues. It barrels through. And then, uh, yeah, we've got... Uh, hold on here. We've also got... Uh, what? Second Thursday is the 9th. So that means Lost and Found is coming up. Oh, sick. And then June 16th. Bada bing. Bada boom. High Grain Brewing. What you think about that? What do you think about that, huh? Fucking A, champ. So uh, thank you so much for watching or listening. Thank you to ColorCast. Thank you to Sports Drink. It's the network we're on. It's the mix of sports and not sports, that happy medium. No O in sports, no I in drink. That's right. And don't let the funk out on your way out. Yes. And thank you to In the Clutch Apparel, InTheClutch.com, for all of your sporting needs and T-shirts. You guys are great. You're all great. And thank you for listening, and we appreciate it. And as always, go Redlegs. Stay nasty. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com match just go to indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Ah. <sighs> 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Mm -hmm. 